Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Hello, and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, and it says, I'm wondering if any other moms on here have been diagnosed with breast cancer. I was just diagnosed, and I'm terrified. I have an upcoming doctor's appointment to get more information, but I'm looking for advice from someone who has been there on how to discuss with kids and work, etc. This post got a lot of great response on our Facebook group and you can visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash what fresh hellcast to see those responses. But I wanted to weigh in on this on an Ask Margaret because my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer twice during my childhood. And so I do have some firsthand experience of this. My mom recovered from both of her breast cancers, but it was something that we dealt with as a family. I was quite young the first time and a little bit older the second time. So my memory of the first time is a little bit hazy, but I definitely remember my parents sitting down with us and having a conversation that mom had cancer and this was the treatment she was going to be getting. And this was the predictions about outcome. And I think those conversations were really helpful. And I also wanted to share that my mom was part of an organization that I don't know if everyone knows about that is called Reach to Recovery. It's run through the American Cancer Society. And it pairs breast cancer survivors with patients who are newly diagnosed with breast cancer so that they can advise them, meet with them, and talk a little bit about prognosis and how they came through their cancer diagnosis. So that organization you can Google at Reach to Recovery. And I think it's been really valuable for people I know. The other thing about a cancer diagnosis in 2022 is that there are a tremendous amount of resources for children. And I think it's something that social workers at the hospital can help you with. I also think you can just find a ton of books. I was really moved because obviously my mom would have been diagnosed in the early 80s probably. And you didn't go to the library and get a book about this. It was up to my mom and dad to kind of figure out what to tell us. And it can be super challenging because we don't always know the outcome when we get a cancer diagnosis. I think you can start with a bunch of facts. Breast cancer is 
fairly common. One in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. It is the most common cancer in women other than skin cancers. 63% of breast cancer cases are diagnosed at a localized stage, which means the cancer has not spread outside of the breast. And the five-year survival rate for that diagnosis is 99%. So there's a lot of really good news around breast cancer. But realistically, there are also outcomes that are not as good with breast cancer. And so I think it's important to, in an age-appropriate way, try to invite your kids into this experience with you and also reassure them as much as possible. Because as much as you may be feeling anxiety about your own diagnosis, which obviously you are, that can be multiplied for your kids. So I think it's really helpful to hit this face on, to get books out of the library, to talk about what is cancer? How does it grow? Why is it dangerous? How is it treated? And let your kids into as much age-appropriate information as they can handle and you can handle giving them. And then I think also it's a great time to involve your spouse or your partner. I know for me, when things are anxious and I don't know how they come out, I sometimes have a hard time walking my kids through those things because they trigger a lot of my own anxiety. So this might be a good way to involve your spouse and say, listen, I want you to be my first line of defense for the kids' questions so that they can ask your partner or their dad or whoever it happens to be, and that your spouse can run point on those questions because it is a lot when you're dealing with your own anxiety to take that on. And so have your spouse really dig in on age-appropriate facts and be ready to sit with the kids, open up the dialogue, and constantly be answering their questions. But I don't think you have to only take that on yourself while you're dealing with your own scary diagnosis. The other thing I would suggest is reach out to all of the caretakers for your kids. So that's your school's psychologist or social worker. That's the people who are teaching your kids in after-school programs or activities they attend a lot and say, listen, we're dealing with this diagnosis at home. We're very hopeful, but here's what's going on and keep them updated because these things will come out at school. It may be something that's worth reaching out to the parents of their friends about and saying, hey, my child may be talking to your child about a diagnosis that we're dealing with. If you have questions, please reach out. Again, great job for your spouse to do because this is a lot for you to take on while you're already dealing with a lot yourself. And the biggest thing is, of course, to just wish you all the best with your healthcare journey. As I said, my mom was a two-time breast cancer survivor and went on to live a very long and happy life after her diagnosis. And that is what we hope for you. For all of our listeners who are facing breast cancer, Please talk to your doctor about breast health and how you can best screen yourself for breast cancer, get regular mammograms, and be taking all the preventative steps you can to find and diagnose breast cancer early. And do come to our Facebook group if you need support and do a search for breast cancer and you will find this where so many of our amazing listeners are reaching out to this questioner, offering support and insight from their own experiences. I hope that helps in a situation that certainly needs more help than I can give. And thanks so much for bringing that question to the group. 
If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them at questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com or you can come to our Facebook group and ask them there and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking